0: Welcome to my favorite podcast with Noah Marger.
1: Look at me! I can be center field. Uh, that was "Center Field" by John Fogarty, Fogarty of Clean's Clearwater Revival. Uh, there are not a lot of baseball songs out there, so I had to—I had very little to pick from. Could have gone with uh, the "Perfect Game" song by this band that I liked when I was little, but ended up going with "Center Field" by John Fogarty of CCR. Uh, they've got some good songs and that is debatably one of them (laughs) or not one of them so uh, no worries if you hated that because I hated it too and so (laughs) did so did my beautiful angel guest sitting on the other end of this zoom call but he will not say that to me because he's a beautiful angel guest but nonetheless ah boy welcome back to another rousing round of my favorite podcast this is the podcast about people's favorite things I am, of course, the host of this show. whether you like it or not, Noah Marger. That's right, baby. We are we this is my second record of the day, so I'm feeling um t- terrible. <laughs> I'm feeling worn out and shitty and bad. I feel like i've been feel like I've been in the game for a while, and maybe the the coach doesn't want to take me out because I've been doing some bad things at practice, maybe, and he's doing this as a punishment, but Nonetheless, we're here, to have, we're here to have a good time. We're here to have some fun. I'm going to introduce my guest now. Oh boy, my guest today is a writer for Merry Go Round Magazine. You can read his contributions in the weekly column, Bandcamp Picks of the Week, his reviews of the film Some Kind of Heaven in the album Isles by Bicep, as well as the series he started, Mixes of the Month which is a roundup of DJ sets that are found online, usually SoundCloud, wherever wherever those crazy kids are putting their DJ sets these days. He rounds them up uh, while these clubs in America and around the country are still closed. He is also the inventor of Cute Boy Summer. I'm sure we will get into that here in just a sec, finding out what that means. But if you know Cute Boy Summer, you know this man is an absolute freak. You know this man cannot be stopped. So glad to have him here today. Please welcome to the show... Ryan Maloney. Ryan, what the hell's going on, brother? Hello. Hello. Uh, What's Cute Boy Summer?
0: Um, Cute Boy Summer is a concept slash state of mind slash uh, whatever you want to call it that I invented in 2019. When uh, Hot Girl Summer was was starting to kick off, Okay. I felt that uh, the boys should have a little something for themselves as well. Absolutely. Um, So basically, what it boiled down to was uh, throughout 2019, I would just tweet every day, It's Cute Boy Summer. um, And then I would quote tweet. The next day, I'd quote tweet that. So it was just a long chain of It's Cute Boy Summer. And it became something of a phenomenon with my massive online following. Sure, for Um, sure. I've got a lot of endorsement deals um i'm gonna replace ellen as the new ellen
1: i'm gonna oh replace congratulations chrissy Teigen as the
0: new chrissy tegan
1: holy shit
0: um yeah so that's that's basically it
1: that's great dude congratulations on the success of cute boy summer what's weird is that i didn't know about it at all in fact it kind of feels like it never even happened in my world you know
0: that is because we had to take the year off in 2020 i debated okay. doing it but it felt uh A little weird to be doing that. Um why? why?
1: What was going on at that time, actually? I'm um, having a hard time remembering.
0: I don't know. I think I'm not really sure. I think there was like some bug going around. Um
1: Okay, that makes sense actually.
0: I I briefly did Cute Boy Quarantine for but I started it like four days before uh all the George Floyd protests started, so I felt that was also a bad (laughs) taste to be doing at that particular moment. Um Yeah. So we just – we took 2020 off, uh, sort of took an L in that respect. <laughs> uh, but yeah. 2021, it's going to – Cute Boy Summer is on the horizon, so everyone keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled.
1: Does Cute Boy Summer officially start on the first day of summer or does it have its own sort of kickoff day?
0: It just sort of starts. Um, oh, that's, that's really interesting. It's, it, just, yeah. it
1: just kind of starts. Who Does anyone know or is it kind of like how Hanukkah is on a different day every single year?
0: It'll – there will just be a day when I wake up and I know it's cute boy summer and then we're just going to ride that for however long it feels right.
1: Yeah. You're just like, wake up. It's sort of like you just feel it. You know, it's like this today's the day cute boy summer starts. You get yeah. that. It's like an itch, you know, you just have to scratch it. You yeah. know, and the only, the only solution cute boy summer. Yeah.
0: It's been building yeah. quite quickly actually in the last couple weeks or so. Cause it's like sunny outside and I'm about to be double vaxxed
1: oh shit Um, let's go
0: so it's happening very soon
1: here maybe here's something uh, i'm not i'm not trying to get you in a sticky situation with this this is not gotcha journalism but are people who are not vaxxed can they celebrate cute boy summer or do you have to be double vaxxed or single vaxxed if you have j and j
0: um you don't have to be vaxxed it's it's preferable sure um if you're like one of like the maga freaks who is like uh like anthony fauci is a demon yeah, actually, I kind of agree with that. I do think Anthony Fauci <laughs> is kind of a demon, but I'm okay. also pro-vax.
1: Um, okay. Why do you think he's a demon?
0: Um, he at the start of the pandemic, he told people not to wear masks, um, and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> I f- I forgot about that. And, yeah. Okay. And then like
0: pretended he never said it, and uh, I think he was also didn't do a very good job with the AIDS epidemic in my uh, small little readings of that. So okay. Anyway.
1: Not important. So that would be why that would that would be why you think Anthony Fauci is a demon, but yeah, we, 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 we move chill. on.
0: Maybe he's cool to smoke a blunt with. I don't know. He threw well, out, he threw out the first pitch <laughs> of the baseball season last year, uh, and then was seen not wearing a mask in the stands when they weren't letting people in the games. So Pretty I don't know. Brutal. He's just got he's kind of kind of got weird vibes. He's not exactly invited, but hey, maybe he's chill.
1: Something also to note about maybe he's chill, who knows? Probably not. But uh, something to something to note about Dr. Anthony Fauci, one of the most pussy ass attempts to throw out a first pitch I've ever seen it in my life. It was
0: literally one of the worst. There have been some <laughs> there have been like some nightmarishly bad things. Like people have thrown it into like the dugout. It's like and to be honest, like uh, focal point queen of Cute Boy Summer, Carly Rae Jepsen yeah. completely fucked up her, her first pitch.
1: One uh, of the one of the, the one of the worst absolute one of the worst yeah,
0: but yeah, fauci you gotta at least you can't spike it like that that's unacceptable <laughs> if you bounce it like in front of home plate, whatever that's fine, but spiking it is that's no good.
1: the one that my dad always likes to bring up is it happened maybe like fourteen, fifteen years ago. do you remember the mayor of Cincinnati throwing out the first pitch at the Reds game? Does that ring a bell to you at all no. He really likes bringing up that one when I know for a fact there are – the Fauci one is worse than that one, but no matter what happens in the history of bad first pitches, he'll be like, it was never as bad as as the mayor of Cincinnati. And I'm like, bro, you need to be online a little bit more, my man. If you're going to pull out a fucking hot take like that, at least do your research first. he,
0: He just like caught that on the not top 10 sports center that day, and it really just burned into his brain.
1: That's what it is, dude. And the Carly Ray Jepson one I think is worse. The one that I always come to first when I think of like just so bad is uh Curtis fifty Jackson or Curtis fifty cent Jackson throwing out the first pitch. Yes. I think it's the Mets game in like twenty twelve. Yeah. Terrible.
0: That one was rough. I was really upset that Donald Trump didn't throw one last year because he said True. he was gonna do it, and I was so excited. Just cause <laughs> seeing him throw a baseball would be like it would defy like so much of like just human understanding of physics, uh, but he he got scared and he didn't do it. And, yeah,
1: that is that's kind of in line with his personality and, you know, to get scared.
0: Yeah, I still yeah. like voted for him, of course. But, of course,
1: you, know. you have to. You have to res- listen. Whether you like the president or not, you have to respect the president. Yeah,
0: and you have to vote for him.
1: That's you have to works. vote for if whoever was in office automatic two-term president as far as I'm concerned yeah. that's kind of just the way you have to do it so yeah.
0: and and like I had a lot of fun wilding out with my homies on January 6th so I, I think it was <laughs> I think it was all worth it
1: yeah, it was worth it. It was awesome to be there. That <laughs> historic day where we saved the Trump presidency yeah. at the Capitol. That yeah. was so awesome of us. Yeah.
0: We got in the stew with Ariel Pink and John Mouse. That that album, people are not ready for that album. We we <laughs> laid it all Fuck. out on that album.
1: You got you were there with those you were there with those guys while yeah. they were making the album. Damn, yeah. dude. You must be tight with those fuckers. Um <laughs> Well, listen, my guy, uh, we've been talking a lot about baseball, but you actually wanted to talk about crypto here today, right? <laughs> That's what you told me when I asked you for a favorite thing. You said, I want to talk about, I want to cover all the bases, uh, Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. You really emphasized Dogecoin to be big today. So, Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I, I definitely understand Dogecoin and crypto and NFTs. Um, I think any anytime time you can get into an economy that is entirely reliant on what Elon Musk is tweeting, you have to get in on that. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, yeah, I'm all in. I I put my life savings. Um, I've taken out a bunch of life insurance policies on my friends and I'm cashing those checks and putting that into crypto.
1: <laughs> that is scary to me. But yeah. OK. You can, Hey, listen, I listen. I you know, I'm allowed to disagree with the guests, but at the end of the day, it is your life. It's your money. If you want to take out life insurance policies on your friends go nuts yeah. go nuts my friend as far as i'm concerned fuck them am i right you're right thanks dude <laughs> thanks for saying actually thanks for saying that you're welcome um well we're actually not going to talk about crypto today but if if there if you do want to talk about crypto let's talk a little off mic about it because i yeah. do not understand a fucking thing about no, it and can... i feel like you will be good for that yeah you can come on my crypto
0: podcast whenever you want
1: What's the name of that podcast again? You want to get a quick plug off? I know that usually happens at the end of the show, uh, right?
0: No, I don't. I actually don't want to plug it because crypto okay, that's is fine. all about like a decentralized, and I don't want to like take any credit where it's, it's called
1: the Crypto Keepers is the name of the pod. It's, so, it's true. <laughs> yeah, so I actually just plugged it for you. <laughs> yeah, all right, here's like no like que- Here's the no East question theme. <laughs> Isn't that cool that There's I can just? up. It's no easy question. So the Noe's question, as I told you before we started, is a question that I don't really know where it goes and the whole thing, but I want to ask it. This one, I, there's just no good way to, like, th- take a nice, easy landing <laughs> into this question. So I'm just going to straight up ask it. Um, what's the deal with that A's middle reliever on Instagram? What's his deal?
0: I would love to know as well.
1: <laughs>
0: he- yeah, okay, so for those... for. For the f- <laughs> very few listeners who don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> true. Um, yes. there is a middle reliever, which is like a completely like dispensable player on the roster, to be honest. Like, but this yeah. guy is like he's been pretty legit good in the little bit he's been able to play. But Birch Smith, follow him on Instagram. Just look up Birch Smith, B U R C H Smith. He, this man loves memes like it is honestly crazy i think he's like he's like 29 or 32 like he's not he's not like a zoomer or something like he's like posting a lot on instagram (laughs) on his story like yeah it's crazy it's like a lot of like e-bombs world and like grape juice boys and like those sort of accounts yeah and uh it caught my eye (laughs) the second i followed him I looked at his story and was like holy shit this guy is insane. <laughs> yeah. um, and unfortunately uh, like a lot of baseball players he has a sort of anti-vax bent to him. That's um, good. so problematic fave, but uh, yeah. you got to you got to check this guy's it's crazy that a 30-year-old man is like reposting that he like he's a professional baseball player. It's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs>
1: He well, and it's not only is he posting memes and he's anti-vax. He's posting anti-vax memes, like yes. specifically a lot of the time, right? Yes.
0: Like they're not like, cra- like they're not like the craziest shit you'll see. Like he's not like, Bill Gates is like coming to your house and microchipping you or whatever. But right. it is like, it's definitely a lot of, it's it's a little more subtle than you would you're, you would think, but it's definitely anti-vax. <laughs> Uh, He posted a really sick one that was just, like, a vial of the Moderna vaccine, and it's wearing a fedora, and it says, like, Moderna.
1: Yo, yes, bro. Which,
0: honestly, I'm starting to think he might be Provax now, because that's obviously, like, sick and cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, true. (laughs) But, I don't know, maybe he's not a fedora guy, which, honestly, like, the A's should, like, trade him immediately if he's not into fedoras, because, like, we don't need that energy on the team.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to not it's one thing to be anti-vax, but be anti-fedora is it's that's un, out of the it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's out of the question. It's yeah. Stupid. It's actually you're actually a fucking idiot if you're anti-fedora Absolutely. to be honest with you. That's and that's not an opinion. That, that's something Fauci <laughs> said in yeah. the latest report from the CDC. Is if you're anti-fedora, you're a fucking idiot. So yeah. yeah, kind of a cool situation to be in. Um, but he's kind of balling out. You say he's like doing all right this season. Um, so he far he was,
0: but he got hurt. Um, okay.
1: Well, he's gonna have a lot more time to post memes yeah, than on his Instagram he, I story. I think he
0: like literally pulled his groin or something.
1: <laughs> that is the perfect. That's such a. Because I was I was gonna say. Because didn't he have one? I think on there. I don't follow him, but like whenever you're you know reposting them, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this guy is wilding out. Um, didn't he have one? It's like along the lines of like you're a pussy. If you get the vax, like wasn't there one like that was along that line?
0: I don't remember exactly because I've I've consumed so many Birch Smith memes at this point that I my brain is like completely smooth and it sort of bounces right off me. Um, I don't remember there being like a really crazy one, but maybe there was, I don't know. I think I'm kind of desensitized to it. Cause I spend too much time on Twitter and see like, like the, all the worst Q-ing opinions of all time. Stuff, yeah. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Twitter is the, it's the worst place you can spend. Well, not the worst place, but it's like one of the most mainstream bad places you can spend a majority of your day. And yet Hey, sign me the fuck up. Am I right, hey, brother? Hey, I got a 30-year mortgage on this bitch, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So, <laughs> <laughs> if Hey, you know what I mean when I say that, right? When I got a 30-year mortgage on this bitch? Because I'm sticking around. If
0: we're still on Twitter in 30 years, that's so fucked.
1: <laughs> that is so fucked. Well, here's the thing. My goal is to get to the point where I don't have to be on Twitter anymore. Like, in a way where it's like, it no longer benefits me to be on that site. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I think the goal. I
0: think we're all past that point, but you gotta keep the likes and faves and RTs
1: coming. <laughs> yeah, dude, give me those RTs, man. I'm I'm good on likes. Okay? <laughs> Just give me a couple of those RTs. Yeah. That's what I need right now. Yeah.
0: Just promote yeah. promote my work. Uh pay me an exposure.
1: <laughs> yeah, paying being paid an exposure is actually better than being paid money. Um, mm-hmm. I think personally. Okay, well, we are actually talking about baseball today. So if someone thought we weren't talking about baseball, uh, you're silly. That's what I have to say to you is that you are a silly billy. Um, But, uh, Ryan, when I asked you to do this pod, I said you can talk about anything you want. But you are one of the, I would say, select people where I didn't really feel like I had to ask what we were going to talk about. I actually said to you, are we going to talk about the Oakland days in baseball? And you were like, yes, we are going to do that. So... Why – I'll ask anyway because I ask every guest. Why did you pick the Oakland A's?
0: Um, I've had an unhealthy obsession with them since before I, like, made memories. Um, Damn. I, like, don't remember a period in my life where I, like, didn't love baseball or the A's. Um, so I felt like I could just talk about them forever, and that's why we are talking about them forever. This podcast <laughs> is never going to end.
1: Yeah, this is being streamed live on uh, – all, yeah we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah on clubhouse people people are loving this shit on clubhouse right now they're trying to speak up but i keep kicking people out of the room <laughs> i'm like yeah you guys don't need to be in here um okay well that makes sense um here's a question the a's this is just my this is just my cursory knowledge of baseball because i wouldn't say that i'm a mega baseball fan but i would say i probably am more of a baseball fan than the average uh millennial gen z cusp out there so to speak mm-hmm. shout um shout out to those cuspers out there we you are we i see you i feel you and i am not learning cuz i know every single thing about a cusp um but <laughs> why root for the a's who are through a, most of our lifetime have been not very good for the most part i would say i would say they have not been very good for the most part in our life when the giants are 25 minutes across the bridge why the allegiancy to the a's over the other team who i think has been historically better that's across the bay bridge
0: um i grew up in oakland
1: there we go um
0: as a kid when i was like really little like up until i was like maybe five or six i i didn't like i liked both of them you know
1: okay but we would
0: we never went to giants games because i used to play in candlestick park which was like an hour from our house Sure. Um, so we and the A's games were a lot cheaper. So we'd go to the A's games, and then I would just became like an A's fan. Um, and also, the A's have won more games in my lifetime than the Giants have.
1: Are you shitting me? I'm
0: not kidding. the The A's have won like the f- fourth most games since 2000, I believe.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh,
0: they just Damn. can't win in the playoffs uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, But in the regular season, they're always really good. They've had like four losing seasons in my lifetime, I guess, or since 2000.
1: This is feeling very Mandela-y right now because (laughs) every time I remember – because I grew up a Mariners fan because they were the closest Mm -hmm. team to Portland in that regard. Uh, And I just remember always thinking, you know, the bottom three teams in the AL West are usually the A's, the Mariners, and the Rangers. You Very rarely did I see – the a's toward the top unless it had been recent years so i'm feeling very mandela right now uh to be honest with you but i believe you i'm gonna take your word for it and you know i have no reason to believe that you would be uh gaslighting me right now even though we are two men doing a podcast <laughs> i have no reason to believe that you would be fucking gaslighting me bro
0: yeah no i would i would never gaslight
1: you thank you Bay. thank you <laughs> thank you Bay. um well i'm not gonna ask this next question that i'm gonna ask you i'm gonna ask you a different question um what is it about baseball that you enjoy so much? What is it about the game? Because I think a lot of people our age do not give a shit. If they care about sports, baseball is like bottom of the list with hockey. You know, I think it's yeah. a sport that not a lot of people our age care about. So what is it about baseball for you that you really enjoy so much?
0: Um, I don't really know why I like took to it so much as a child. I think it was just, like, my dad liked baseball the most, it, but, like, sure. he's not, like, an insane baseball fan. Like, he watches a lot of A's games and stuff, but he's not, like, crazy. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, it was, I loved, like, playing baseball when I was a kid. Um, like, me and my brother would play, like, one-on-one wiffle ball, like, literally all the time That's awesome. in our backyard. Um, I loved playing backyard baseball on the computer
1: let's go that yes brother pablo
0: sanchez is the goat
1: yeah he um, is the goat.
0: i would literally wake up at like 6 a.m as like a little kid to play backyard baseball before school
1: damn <laughs> pc pc version yeah on like yeah. some
0: extremely old pc like a windows 95 for sure yeah uh, like one of those big ass cube computers
1: yeah, one that if you, like, dropped it, it would, like, do some serious damage.
0: Oh, yeah. It would kill yeah. someone. Um, Hell yes. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, always been my favorite. I, like, I didn't really ever have, like, a favorite team in any other sport. Like, I never really cared about football until, like, I figured out what fantasy football was in, like, sixth grade. Okay, and by
1: sure. by that
0: point, I was like, I don't want to have a team. I liked uh, college sports, like college basketball oh. and football. I really liked uh, the Texas Longhorns as a kid because I was born in Dallas, uh, which was, like, a complete bullshit reason to like them because I lived (laughs) there for six months and then, like, spent my whole life in Oakland. Um,
1: Isn't most reasons to like a team, though, mostly bullshit reasons? Like, they're reasons, but it's, like – yeah my my parents like the team and it's like that's fine but like yeah. that's not really a reason <laughs> to like a, yeah. like a team or really any you know anything in that world but so every reason to like a sports team really ultimately boils down to some bullshit reason yeah. which is fine Except you know
0: sports fans will get so pissed if you like like a team for the wrong reason which like the only reasons to like a sports team for like an insane person would be like uh you were born in that city or right uh, your parents liked the team or you like went to that school or whatever. Um, any other reason is like completely invalid for a lot of sports <laughs> fans, which is really sure. funny. Uh, cause like just imagining that for like music or movies or anything else <laughs> would be like insane. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's why I always like the A's just cause we could go, we we've like had season tickets for my whole life. Like oh, hell yeah. we wouldn't go to every game obviously, but I, probably went to like 15 to 20 games a year uh throughout growing up um so yeah it's just always part of my life
1: why do you think people our age sort of the flip side of the question why do you think younger people our age don't enjoy baseball or traditionally gravitate toward football or nfl nba college sports and and soccer and stuff why do you think baseball is so low on many people's lists
0: um i i get it 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 can if you're not like invested in one of the teams it can be like pretty boring especially if you sure. have like never watched it before you're just like these guys are standing around in pajamas like this is not interesting like <laughs> yeah um
1: they're standing around in pajamas but uh brother i should be in the pajamas because it's putting me to fucking sleep dude. okay yes, yes. bro <laughs> <laughs> yes bro got him again <laughs>
0: Um, like basketball, I think is like objectively like a more engaging and exciting sport. Absolutely, if you like have never watched any of the sports. Um, honestly, I've found I find football really boring these days because it's just like so much. It's honestly more standing around in commercials than baseball.
1: Um, wow, that's a bit of a. I feel like that's a little bit of a hot take. More than well, baseball, baseball's hey, I'm pretty here to like give you slow. the hottest
0: takes around.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes,
0: and so like. And, yeah, I just find football kind of gross these days. But uh, I think baseball is really visually appealing. I think it works best for TV. And I think it's also definitely the most fun to see in person. Totally. um, Out of all the sports. And uh, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, that's fine. But, yeah, I just think it is. I mean, it is definitely the most leisurely sport. Of the of the big four American sports, yeah. hockey and and uh, and basketball, the NBA are like by far the most dynamic and most kinetic of the yeah. sports. Whereas football, it's hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Wait around, you know, it's all that. Whereas yeah. baseball, it is a leisurely stroll. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you that actually going to a game of like going to see a baseball game live completely different experience than watching it on TV. Totally. Whereas I feel like going to see a basketball game live, unless unless you're there for, like, some very specific reason, like, it is, like, virtually the same type of experience. You know, the game is more or less viewed the same way unless you're in some crazy spot. I actually don't think seeing football live is, like, that fun or enjoyable because... It kind of sucks. It kind of does suck because when you're watching it on TV, it's like, wow, I can see everything. And, like, usually you're super far away, but, like, with baseball even if you're super far away, there's enough to look at and enough going on where it's like, damn, this is like interesting. There's like stuff to look at, you know? Yeah.
0: Like I never went to an NFL game growing up just cause like my family weren't Raiders fans and it's like expensive and totally all that. And, uh, the first time I went, I was like, this is just so much standing around. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just
0: so much standing around. Um, I will say going to college football football games are fun, Um, especially, like, as a student. Like, going to Oregon Ducks games as a student was really, really fun, just being in the student section. Um, But it's the same thing. It's, like, a ton of standing around, and, like, especially for college football as a college student, like, start getting hungover (laughs) towards the end of the game. It can be really cold and rainy. Like, the first uh, Ducks game I went to, it, like, shitted rain. It was, like, a monsoon-level rain, and I was wearing – Blue jeans and a hoodie, and it was like (laughs) the coldest I've been in my life. And that's another reason why baseball is cool because they stop the games (laughs) if it's raining because they are they are nice and kind. If if
1: anything, if the wind is blowing too hard, they're like we got to call the game. If
0: there's thunder or lightning, they will cancel the game.
1: It's awesome. Uh, I think in the NFL they do that too. If there's thunder or lightning, they cancel the game. That makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) I think (laughs) it does. It's kind kind of off
0: brand for the NFL though. I. I feel like they would, if they if they really had their way, they would be like, no, we're we're playing in the thunder and lightning,
1: and then all the fan, all the insane fans who have been there since six in the morning tailgating are like, this is actually the coolest shit of my life. Yeah, and it's I, have two, I have a I have a four year old at the game with me, but like I don't like them very much. <laughs> like they can walk home, as far as I'm concerned, they're like a dumb piece of shit. So yeah, well yeah, they they need cool. the
0: four year old around because who's gonna drive them home?
1: that's it bro that's it hey your legs can't reach the pedals well guess what looks like we're walking home (laughs) looks like and you're leading the way because i
0: am not driving because i have had 12 14 (laughs) beers at this game
1: i have had between 12 and 16 beers at this game and i feel the worst i feel actually great um Did you play baseball growing up in, like, an organized fashion? Were you a baseball guy? Did you play Little League, high school ball? What's your history with that?
0: I played Little League. uh, So I played from, like, T-ball to the end of eighth grade. Um, Nice. And then I didn't try out for the uh, high school team because I knew I was not going to make the team. (laughs) Nice. And uh, by that point in freshman year, it's, like, March or whatever, I knew who was going to be on the baseball team, and I was like, I don't want to be around those guys. Um, <laughs> okay, yes. So I did cross country and track, which are not sports, but those were the sports that I did.
1: They're why are they not sports? Um, it's just
0: running, you know. Like there, there's like not really like a team component to it so much, or at least there wasn't for me because I wasn't like that awesome at it. Um, okay. They're sports, but it's not like a – it's not like an actual, actual sport.
1: Well, I was – I mean, the, the, to use the – to say, you know, it's, it's not a team sport. I'm, like, sure it's not a team sport, but, like, tennis isn't a team sport, I guess. Golf isn't yeah. a team sport, and those are sports, you know?
0: Yeah. I guess there's no <laughs> ball. Maybe that's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, the problem is that they're, like, just running around like a bunch of idiots at the end yeah. of the day.
0: If, there yeah. were, if, if they figured out how to involve a ball in cross country, that's a sport.
1: Okay, so let's figure let's figure this out right now. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. How can we get a ball in when you so cross? Can you actually just actually explain to me like what makes cross country running cross country running? Is it the distance aspect?
0: Yeah. So it's it's generally on like some kind of trail, n- nature nature ish trail. So sure. it would be usually in like a big park or something, um, or like around a lake or something, and so it's like a mixture of like dirt and gravel and pavement and you're just or in grass and you're just running on along this the races we would do were 5k's which is like 3.1 miles hell yeah um and it's a clusterfuck too because there's like 150 kids who just start at the starting line and then it just goes
1: oh shit yeah really that's 150 kids at the start of a cross-country race yeah like
0: 100 it depended on the race but it was like usually like 100 people or something Um, well
1: who like is it one person who comes out on top of that race or how does it how do our winners declare
0: yeah so they they score it by school so like okay i think it they count like your top whoever your top five were so in that sense it was a team sport uh but i never finished in the top five so i was (laughs) i was just i was participation trophy uh i was a snowflake lib in that sense
1: in well, in more than that sense, but in that instance, yeah. you were a, yeah. a snowflake. That was limb. one
0: of the ways I was.
1: Yeah, just one of the many. Um, mm-hmm. so let's figure out how to get a ball involved in this. Okay, I'm thinking based on what you said, there's 150 kids that start this race. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, I think whoever ends up at the front of this race. Now, hear me out here. You're the expert. I'm not, I'm a dumbass guy who hosts a podcast. I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> you tell me. But you have to have like. Something a little like like something between a baseball and a tennis ball size ball okay. okay somewhere in that range you have to keep the ball up in the air while you're doing this <laughs> massive herd race and whoever drops the ball from the school is out mm-hmm. and so there's less people from that school less chances to finish in a top five so, situation so in game everyone points.
0: has their own ball
1: uh the ball gets passed around it's one ball okay that was what my idea was
0: my idea was uh like half a mile into the race you just start dishing out dodgeballs to the back of the pack
1: (laughs) that's good so like
0: (laughs) the people the like last 20 kids in the very back who are just like honestly just there to fuck around and not have to go to pe uh they get dodgeballs it really i think it would really level the playing field and then there becomes like a strategy is like do you have to be watching your back like I think that would that would be really interesting. I think that could be on like a Spike TV revival. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, some people think that because we've got Joe in the White House now, we're going to go back to like early Obama era type content and type TV. I so maybe Spike TV happening. does come back. I, yeah, I, oh. think,
0: I think that wave is, has already begun. And it's, With Cute it's, Boy Summer? um, In a way, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Cute Boy Summer is basically just trying to relive 2008.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, not actually but if you want if that's how you want to do your cute boy summer that's completely fine we can we can go occupy wall street again um it could be kind of sick
1: that was the michael phelps olympics was 2008 right
0: yes that was the best olympics
1: it as far as i'm concerned it was the only good olympics Basically, maybe yeah. that's ever happened to be honest with you it was actually people were actually excited about that whereas like With other Olympics and the World Cup, people will just feign, like, interest to, like, have some sort of, like, I think arrogance and sort of, like, elitism toward, like, current events. It's like, oh, did you wake up at 3 a.m. to watch the discus? And it's like, of course I woke up at 3 a.m. to watch the discus. I went to Cornell University (laughs) and stuff like that. So, in a way... I'm hoping my cute boy summer looks like end of the Bush era. We get some awesome ass TV back on cable TV sort of goes back up as far as like, you know, the types of content we're getting. Yeah. I think it's about to be lit as fuck. If that you would ask be me.
0: like prime. That would be like family guy in it's prime, right? E-
1: well, hold on here. Let's think about that. That's, <laughs> that's actually an entire different episode of the podcast, but we're thinking 2008, 2007, I think it comes back in 2005 from its second cancellation. So, yeah, it actually is Prime Family Guy. To go. be able to see Peter in his prime live. Holy shit, bro. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, damn, bro. Do you want to talk about Family Guy <laughs> in, instead of the A's?
0: I, I haven't seen very much Family Guy. I just know that it, it's amazing and cool and awesome. It and is not, awesome. I'm not just paying to you.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate you being honest with me. Um, who is your favorite member of the Griffin family? Which is – that's the main family on the show.
0: Um, I think it's got to be the Funny Talking Baby.
1: Yo, me too. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Crazy. Um, okay, well, uh, when you were actually playing Little League, what were you? Were you a pitcher? Were you a fielder? Where side of the plate did you hit from? Give me the rundown on the Ryan Maloney baseball card. Um, in Little League?
0: I hit and throw right-handed. Nice. Um, and then for position, it would depend how good the team I was on. If the team was good, I would play, like, second base. Nice. And if the team was bad, I would pitch and play shortstop. Nice. Um, and then you end up playing, like, every position. But those were the, the positions I played
1: the most. Did you Which position of those did you like the most?
0: I liked second base the most. I, I just always really liked it. My favorite player as a kid was Mark Ellis, who was a second baseman on the A's okay for sure um he was he was pretty good he, he wasn't like good enough to be like my favorite player like it was kind of psychotic so not to be my favorite player like <laughs> considering who else was on the team at the time but um i i loved mark ellis i like wanted to be mark ellis when i grew up basically okay yeah um and i got assigned i got a signed picture of. i went to spring training
1: okay uh,
0: nice when, when i was like I don't know. We went a couple times, so I don't know when this was. I was probably like 9 or 10 and got him to sign a picture of him, which is a very funny thing to do, like hand someone a picture of them and be like, can you sign (laughs) this, please, so I can put this up in my bedroom. Um, But he was was super chill about it, yeah. That's nice.
1: That's awesome. Where do they do spring training? Where do the A's do spring training? Uh, The A's
0: do it in Arizona. Yeah, half the teams do it in Arizona, half do it in Florida.
1: Cactus League, brother, that's Mm -hmm. it we love that what's the what is the spring training vibe like i've never even thought about going to spring training but it has to be different i feel like maybe it's got to be some either like cooler or like i don't know what's the vibe at spring training it's
0: it's for sure different it's fun because um, like the games don't matter at all I and mean, like most of the guys playing are like prospects and minor leaguers who you don't know who they are um so it's super chill and the stadiums are all really small so no matter where you are you're like close to the action um oh, yeah. And like before the games, like the players will like sign autographs and stuff, and you'll just like run into like famous like famous baseball players who are just like there. Like I like <laughs> literally bumped into Dennis Eckersley, Eckersley, who's like a Hall of Fame. Oh pitcher, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, one time. Um, I haven't been. Well, I think I went when I was like eighteen, but the other times I went, I was like a little kid. Um. I would, I would love to go again, but it's like, can I rationalize that being like one of the only vacations I take in a year? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe do a different <laughs> ball yeah. trip other than going to spring training when the games literally yeah, do not matter. A bunch matter. of
0: minor leaguers like struggle to make the team.
1: And most, if not all of them are not going to make the team. No. And it's just kind of their, you know, one little shot at glory. Uh, we turned some lights on in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, I realized it
0: was completely pitch black in here
1: yeah really awesome now i can see your beautiful shining face um okay kind of two two fold question here hand in hand question for here are you ready for this yes okay i well we'll see uh-huh uh how do you feel about the direction that major league baseball is headed in now with some of the i'm gonna say improvements that they've been trying to make to make the game a little bit more palatable toward a larger audience uh know, I mean, Let's just start with that. How do you feel about some of those? I'll ask the follow-up here after, which is tied in, but how do you feel about some of those, the direction the league's going right now?
0: Um, I personally don't feel too strongly about any of the rule changes they've made. Okay. Um, I understand why, like, longtime baseball fans are pissed about, like, the the the, the new extra innings rule or, like, the seven-inning doubleheaders. Right. Um, I don't really give a shit. Like, there's a lot more bigger problems <laughs> that the MLB is dealing with right now. Like... Every organization has, like, rampant, like, sexual assault problems yeah. and shit. And um, they all make billions of dollars and they're all very evil. Um, yeah. Like, they have an antitrust exemption that uh, allows every team to pay their minor leaguers less than minimum wage.
1: Yeah, which that's is, very like, swag.
0: Absur- like, it's so yeah. crazy. Um, but you do have to keep in mind that the MLB is woke now because they moved the All-Star game out of Georgia for... That's the true. racist, like voter suppression laws. So they're actually uh, woke and good, and you can't criticize them. Um, oh,
1: okay. Yeah. That, hey, thank you for letting me know. You know, thank you for educating me on that. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm happy to help. Yeah, actually, I believe the term is don't thank me. <laughs> when you say something <laughs> like that, it's don't thank me. Uh, I'm just doing the right thing, <laughs> I yeah. think is usually Oh, what this you're is just
0: every day to me. Like, I'm just. <laughs>
1: This is just, you know, hey, hey, it's like breathing air or drinking water. It's something I kind of do, you know? Oh, I didn't
0: even notice, but, yeah, thanks. Like, (laughs) if that that is remarkable to you, then I think that's cool.
1: If that is remarkable to you, maybe you're the one who has the problem, (laughs) actually. So, yeah, very cool that these billion-dollar organizations uh, don't uh, do anything about the evil that they do or are just doing evil in the first place. Pretty awesome.
0: It's really cool
1: very cool um well here's now here's i guess speaking of the billion dollar industry aspect of it here's here's the flip side of the coin are you ready for this Mm -hmm. uh you are now the commissioner of baseball for these next couple minutes okay okay congratulations first of all um yeah it's been a
0: long time coming
1: it has been a long time coming everyone knew this was gonna happen um (laughs) what changes do you personally make to the game or to baseball sort of as an organization or major league baseball, minor league system, whatever, what changes are you putting in place or what things are you creating in the league? That's different as commissioner.
0: Um, I would make every team owner sell the team to the city that they're in. So now that all the teams are city owned, municipal owned, I think that would actually like, I think that's like the easiest way to solve like most of the problems. There obviously would be like all sorts of problems with that, but it would be a lot better. Um, and then all the owners who sold the team have to go, uh, jump into the ocean.
1: Okay. Um, Pretty cool. They
0: can't come back. They can like do whatever they want out in the ocean, but they can't come back. Um,
1: sure. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Yeah,
0: that is pretty much it. I think, (laughs) I think (laughs) once you do that, then everyone starts making a living wage. Um, so get rid of the antitrust exemption. Sure. Um, (laughs) move the all-star game back to Georgia
1: nice that's it let's fucking go baby yes
0: stick it to the snowflakes
1: yeah Um, amazing
0: i honestly so pretty much no one listening this will know what the rule changes you mentioned earlier are (laughs) Uh, so in extra innings so when it baseball games are nine innings if it go if they're tied after nine innings they start doing extra innings so 10th inning 11th inning however many it takes to break the tie right last year because of the novel coronavirus they right. were like we can't have like 18 inning games where these players are like just getting exhausted and having to spend six hours around each other while they're a virus exactly. so they started every extra inning with a runner on second and what that does is it creates uh like probabilities that the teams will end up with like different scores so like you exactly. would think like oh well they're just automatically going to score that runner every time but That's not how it played out. Um, So I think the longest game last season was like 12. Maybe there was a 13 inning game last season. Um, In seasons past, there would always be like an 18 or 19 inning game, be a bunch of like 14, 15 inning games. Right. Um, I personally think the rule kind of slaps. Okay. It makes the innings like immediately way more exciting because like the leverage is like way higher. Totally. um i get why people are pissed about it because it does suck for like the pitcher who like, comes in and yeah, like has sure. to deal with that i think an easy solution would be put the runner on first there we go then you got the double play there so it sort of like evens it out a little bit but it could also make it easier to score um i don't really give too much of a shit about that one though like the player <laughs> yeah. the players all seem to like this new rule because they're like yeah i don't want to be at work for an extra fucking three hours like yeah yeah and then have to do it all again tomorrow like it totally sucks for the players um and then like the universal dh i think they need to do that it's so yeah. ridiculous that the pitchers hit <laughs> like
1: it sucks to watch the it's pitchers a complete
0: hit. joke because it's and the the only usefulness is it Is, like, you watch a pitcher hit and you're like, oh, shit, this is impossible to hit a baseball. Like, (laughs) it is so impossible to hit a baseball. Like, they just, they look like they've never done it in their lives. And these are guys who played baseball their whole life and, like, did hit for a majority of their life.
1: Yeah, and, and like when they were in high school and college, yeah. probably were decent or, you know, serviceable hitters to yeah. a certain level. And now they're facing guys who throw ninety five, ninety six, and then can break it down to throw seventy miles an hour, yeah. you know, on the dime. So absolutely fucking impossible to hit a baseball, one hundred percent. It
0: it is a joke that it's it's crazy that it's still a thing. It's such a weird quirk to baseball. And there there's a lot of stuff like that where the game is so old that like they just didn't change it for so long. And there's just all these like weird little folds to it that you don't get in the other sports. Um like no other league would have it where like one one league, one conference has these rules and the other conference doesn't. Like,
1: Yeah, it's so stupid actually yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. That like one of their they're not playing literally they're not playing the same game at yeah. a certain level because you have the hitcher the pitcher hit in the national league And it actually creates a different mode of strategy for that league because you only have five guys on your bench, you know, that can come up and hit or whatever. And, you know, it's like, what the hell? Like, I got to, you know, think about this like whole differently. You know, am I going to take the pitcher in? Am I going to leave the pitcher in? Am I going to let them hit? Am I going to have them do a sacrifice? Is it a drag bunt situation? Are we going to do a suit? Like, it's just an absolute, completely different game. Like when the pitcher's at bat. Whereas if you have that DH, it's like, okay, that guy's up there. Because his whole job is to hit the baseball as hard as he fucking can. Completely different strategy. So very insane that they do don't have the universal defense. And
0: it is really funny, like all the National League fans who love that their terrible pitcher hits.
1: (laughs) They're like (laughs) their defense
0: is like well, it has so much strategy to the game. It's like no, the strategy is just how am I going to do the best at getting out? Like yes,
1: exactly, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, and there are times where it's like. Yeah, just let the guy strike out, which is not interesting to watch no. at all, or like strategic. It's
0: hilarious. Like it's so stupid, and like it's like in football. Like if the quarterback had to play defense, it would. Li- yeah, hundred it percent. It's it's literally dangerous. Like the so the A's are American League teams, so they use the DH. But when they play in a National League park, they the pitcher has to hit. So totally. last week they were playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Shout out to CJ, shout um, out. and the A's pitcher chris bassett went up to hit and on his first swing he like did a check he like tried to stop himself from swinging because he realized it was going to be a ball and right. he like hurt his hip jesus and so Christ. The, the rest of the at bat he literally just stood there and watched the strikes go by so fucking. and it dumb. was like the best thing for him to do so he didn't hurt himself anymore and it's just like this is this is a joke
1: and it's it's and it even goes beyond you know hurting yourself at the plate because you probably have a better chance of getting hurt on the bases too if you're running oh, for as sure. a pitcher because your whole thing as a pitcher is you have to <laughs> you have to be able to fucking drive that ball to the plate, and if your leg is fucked up, then yeah. forget about it, you know. So yeah. you're probably more than likely gonna get clipped or you know do a bad slide. Watching a pitcher slide is like one of the most <laughs> embarrassing things on the face of the planet. Yeah,
0: and it's really funny too because a lot of times if they do like miraculously get on base, they they wear a jacket while they run the bases to <laughs> keep their so, arms yeah. warm.
1: It's awesome. It's dude. really cool. It is really cool. Actually, you know what? Let's keep it in there because I like watching them. I like watching them uh, with the stupid jacket. Uh, Here's something that no one maybe has ever asked in the history of the entire world. How would you describe the Oakland A's fan base. There are some fan bases who have very particular kinds of fans or a stereotype for fans in the NFL. Cowboys fans have a very big stereotype. Raiders fans have a big stereotype in the major leagues. The Yankees have a huge stereotype, but do you, what do you think an Oakland A's fan generally looks like, or how would you describe an A's fan to someone?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say that they're the best fan base in baseball because literally every team will say that about themselves and there's no way to quantify that. But I do think they have like some of the best fans. Cause like the, the stadium is a piece of shit. It is. It's so old. It used to be uh, the A's and the Raiders would play there. So like nice, (laughs) they would have to convert the field every week for the Raiders and like it would just like the whole field is just completely fucked up like the grass is all dead and shit um the all the concessions they they've done a better job in the last like five years or so but like growing up it's like you're eating dog shit like it's like <laughs> all it's all like era like food catering like stuff like Love um that like the some of the nicest food is like a round table pizza like they don't like Damn. a lot of the stadiums now will have like sushi bars and like you can even get like a fucking steak at yankee stadium totally um the a's have like tried to switch that up recently but like they still have the bathrooms are still like the trough urinals
1: hell yeah that's awesome like, they haven't they <laughs> haven't touched
0: the bathrooms in my lifetime like it's always looked the same and it smell it just smells awful yeah um it like honestly like it's not a good place to be bringing like a young child because like i saw so (laughs) many i saw so many penises like growing up because of that like it's it's crazy like um but how many pen how many
1: penises i I
0: don't even know i don't (laughs) that uh, that's a Sucks. new sabermetric they need to invent for for the stat pages. <laughs> yeah,
1: they got exit velocity and then kids seeing dicks at <laughs> the yeah, stadium. Would... And the what's because the, 100 plus is like the o, or 100 is the OPS plus average. What do you think the league average for dicks seen at a baseball game is?
0: At at a single game, probably just one. I would guess at a single game and it it depends like if the game is sold out you're seeing a couple penises for sure that's Um, so if it's not so sold out you could you can you can go your whole your whole day without seeing a penis
1: (laughs) you can go Uh, your whole life without seeing a penis depends how
0: often you're pissing um depends like if you go in there and you're dead set on not seeing a penis you can do it but if you go in there and you let your guard down for a second you're probably gonna see a penis
1: blinders on boys that's it yeah, what so, is the best time to go to the bathroom during a game? You think?
0: Obviously, you got to do it between innings, but right, uh, that's when everyone goes. So the strat is like once there's like two outs, you you oh. kind of just book it, and then you yes. what what I would do is so you go up to the concourse level, and then you watch the game from there. You go like up yes to where okay. the bathroom For is, sure. and you watch yes. the game, and then the second it's done, you you're in and out. Yeah,
1: and you you are not taking a shit at the stadium. You are doing no, everything in your power I, not to take a shit. I
0: I've, I've taken shits at a baseball game. It's not <laughs> okay. a good situation. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Obviously, the bathrooms are urinal trough situations, so the stalls are are rough. Like some of the some of the doors don't lock like
1: Yes, exactly. You
0: really you you got to look before you leap too cuz sometimes there will not be toilet paper.
1: Yes, that um, is that you are literally sol. So, but you are fucked if there's no. Because like, it's paper not like you can
0: knock on the door next to you and be like, "Hey, dude, can you pass me some toilet paper?" They're just gonna call you a slur and <laughs> go on with the day. Like,
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, um, good. Good, good. I, good, I good, don't good, know though.
0: the last time I took a shit at a baseball game. It has it's been literally
1: a long last game. resort yeah, situation.
0: I, yeah, you gotta you gotta get that out of the way before you go to the game for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's not good because most of the food you're eating is conducive to making you have to shit within 10 minutes of, like, finishing (laughs) your food. So it's, like, a kind of, like, a fucking tightrope act of, like, all right, I can eat this much and, like, hold it for, like, this long, and if it goes into extras, I'm completely fucked, you know? So you have, there's, like, a little bit of, like, fucking mental math that has to go on with what am I allowing myself to indulge in versus how long can I hold my shit during the game?
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that is the Maloney equation, right? Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's what they dubbed that, right? At Ace at the uh, Ace Coliseum. Yeah,
0: that was my collab with uh, Bill James.
1: Hey, congratulations for you and Bill James. Um, you guys are fucking killing it on that. Um, here's a question that you knew I was gonna ask. Um, what is the best part about going to an A's game for you? Maybe minus the fact that you're watching a baseball game, but like, what makes going to an A's game special? Do you think?
0: Um. It's just really fun to be in in the crowd, especially during a playoff game. Like, the playoff games are just, like, you'd kill for going to that shit. Like, it's so fucking loud, and everyone is, like, so hyped, and, like, every single pitch is, like, insane. Like, you're standing and screaming the whole game. It's awesome. And, like, when they win, especially if they win on a walk-off on a playoff game, it's literally the loudest experience I've ever had in my entire life was... Holy shit. Uh the 2012 American league division series where the A's were playing the tigers and in game four, Coco crisp hit a walk-off single. And I, I was like 17. I, th- okay. I think I was in high school. And for that whole ninth inning, I was standing on the seat and oh, the thing yeah, was yeah. standing on a seat at an A's game is you are really rolling dice. Cause it's one of those seats that will automatically flip up like a movie theater yes, seat, yes, um, for sure. but it's hard plastic and it's curved So you are really playing with fire, but I had to do it because I was just in the zone and I was screaming and I had to see, I had to see it better because everyone else was standing. Right. And when he hit it, I like jumped off and, and luckily stuck the landing. Didn't like roll my ankle or anything. Okay. Good. Truly a miracle. Truly. And I like, it was so loud. Like I was screaming at the top of my lungs and like could not really hear myself. Like it was, it was really insane. Um, so yeah, that, that shit rocks. And like, just if you, if you even go to like a bullshit, like Wednesday afternoon game, like it's so fun. Even when there's like not a lot of people there, like everyone there is like having a good time. They're super into it. Like, um, if you sit in the right field bleachers, like those people, if you think (laughs) I'm a freak about this shit, those people (laughs) are truly insane. Like they literally go to all 81 games.
1: Oh my God. Um,
0: like there's this one guy who goes to every game. He's like, he's like a famous fan in that regard. (laughs) And I talked to him once because I was like, I just wanted to figure out what this dude's deal was. Exactly. Yeah. He like works at a hotel, and like when the schedule drops like three months before the season, he like he blocks it out. He makes sure he can he is not working for any of those games so he can be at the game. Like, wow, it's it's wild. Like I. I try to watch as much games as possible or, like, listen to it on the radio if I'm at work. But that is just, like, that's crazy. Like
1: Baseball especially because it is 81 days where yeah. you are like, I am not going to work. Like, I yeah. have to, like, and, like, make sure that I'm free.
0: And some the on, like, a 10-game homestand, that's 10 days in a row where you're going to a baseball game.
1: Yeah, it's unreal. Think, that, I, that's actually crazy. Like,
0: I was, like, trying to figure out how his work schedule worked, like, and he was just like... <laughs> Yeah, like on the days where there's not a game, or if there's a night game, I'll just like work a shitload that day and then come to the game. And when they're out of town, he's just like putting in
1: hours. <laughs> like, what, what, how old is this guy? He's got to be in his 40s. Okay. Yeah. That's, I thought he maybe was like a like an old timer or whatever, and he's got like no, clown at the hotel. There
0: is a, a total legend who is like super old. He comes to the game, he's got a banjo, and he's got one of those uh, hats with a little propeller on it, and he wears yes. a cape. And he's just the banjo guy. He also goes to all the San Francisco 49er games and does the same banjo routine, which when I found that out when I was like eight or nine years old, I was pissed. I was like, this guy, (laughs) this guy's two-timing us. Like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah, dude. He's a fucking traitor.
0: Yeah, but he's awesome.
1: (laughs) Shout out. Do we have a name for that guy or is he just a banjo guy?
0: I know him as banjo guy. That's sort of the colloquial shorthand for him. I don't know what his actual name is. I've talked to him a few times, but I've never asked his name. I feel like it's kind of, like, disrespectful. When when you are the Banjo guy, like, you've sort of transcended having a name.
1: Yeah, exactly. And no one's going to come up to you and even call you Banjo. They're just going to be like, hey. And they're just going to say hey (laughs) "Hey," to you. And then you're just going to pray to God that you know that that person is, like, you are. I am being spoken to or that person is being spoken to. I would love to
0: run into that guy out in the wild, like, if he – because he, he either like wears like normal clothes or he's just always in the, that get up like that would be cool if he's just always wearing that because the, the cape is old as fuck like he's been doing yes. this for like 40 something years like if you watch like <laughs> if you watch like footage of like the 1989 world series like they cut to him like
1: he was like
0: <laughs> he's like been a big deal for a very long time
1: and he's been eighty years old yeah. since. You know, he's been yeah. going to the games. He looked, he's like one he of those guys. He does not look young in in that forties <laughs> Like it's
0: it's crazy.
1: He's My dad, be old. I I think was 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 the game with the earthquake between the A's. Was that at the A's stadium?
0: No, that was at the uh, that was at the Giants stadium.
1: That was at the Giants stadium. My yeah. dad was at that game. Actually, really? like he was like at the game where that happened and he was like that was one of the craziest things that like i've ever like experienced because he we was living in san francisco at that time yeah and, like i was like holy shit like earthquakes are fucking weird like there's nothing that can prepare you for an earthquake but yeah. like being in like that big of a public setting like obviously now that seems crazy to be like around like you know 30 yeah. 40, people or whatever but like being in a public setting during a natural disaster that's got to be like top tier of like worst things that you could be doing
0: yeah because you know? like i've never i've been in a lot of earthquakes but i don't think i've ever been in like a big i can't remember being in like a big public place for one um but yeah that would probably be because like it's a sold out candlestick is massive too they probably have like 50 something thousand people there yeah and just
1: the fact that like that top row could like fucking come down on you if it was bad enough like that's terrifying
0: yeah (laughs) because that's another thing if out of all the stadiums in the country to be in during an earthquake, that's got to be at the bottom of the list. Like that place was <laughs> was falling apart for decades.
1: Yeah. My dad was fucking. My dad's kind of a legend for that, actually, yeah. for being at that game. He's every every Father's Day I post a, the same photo of him, and it just says "Salute to the absolute legend," <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just a just a pixelated ass photo of my dad holding two beers, can't even see his face, yes. sunglasses on. I'm like, "Salute to an absolute legend," and I like don don the worst persona of all time yeah when I posted that. So pretty epic. My dad's he, a he's
0: reposting that on his close friends' feed for all his buddies <laughs>
1: to see. And I would never be admired into the close friends feed so i don't that's, even know that's, that a, that's a college
0: yet. drinking buddy tier and that's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and
1: that's it uh last question and we can kind of go into this a little bit more and Then i got some fast facts for you how do you feel about your current team how do we feel about the a's of this season where are we at you know i know that you guys actually started out a little bit rocky but you've been winning a little bit which is nice
0: yeah they started out zero and six which was their worst start since 1917 nice um, which was the worst season in a's history they okay. were they were in philadelphia back then and they won like 40 something games out of 162 seasons School. like one of the worst teams of all time right and so when they were oh and six i was like oh my god this is gonna be just a miserable <laughs> miserable year i'm gonna have to like tune out in august for sure um but this group of this group of players they have they've like made it to the playoffs three years in a row they've like won 97 games two years in a row and then last year in the shortened season they their winning percentage like totaled up to what would have been 97 wins in a normal year so they've been really good the last three years but then uh an awesome thing about the oakland a's ownership is that they are owned by john fisher who is the heir to the gap uh fortune
1: let's go and
0: he refuses to spend money so Two right. of their best players in in the last few years, uh, Marcus Simeon, who was the shortstop, who went to Cal. He's like a local guy. Was like literally the heart and soul of the team. They like other teams were offering him like fifteen million a year, right? And they were like, we can offer you one a one year deal for, worth ten million dollars. But the way we're going to do it is we're going to defer the money. So you get one million this year, one million next year, one million the year after that. So you get one million dollars for 10, 10 years. So fucking. And he was terrible. like, Are you are you kidding me? Like
1: he literally came in third in the MVP race a couple of years yes, ago. Yes. Like the is man like is like, like really one of the best shortstops in the league. And was yeah. like
0: literally was like the glue of the cup clubhouse. And he was like, I want to be on this team, but that is an insanely disrespectful offer. So it is. He went and signed with the Blue Jays like he should have. Um and then they didn't even bother offering Liam Hendricks a, a contract, which I know, dude, which he like, was,
1: I mean, he's one of the best relievers in the league. It's he, like, you want to keep that guy. Yeah. Around.
0: He's the best closer in the league right now. And like, I, I get it from like it in the long run, that'll be the right move. Cause like relievers just aren't dominant like that for so long. Sure. Um, and like, I don't think a single A's fan expected them to resign him. Like, That one, that one sucks, but it was, like, always going to happen, like. Sure. But the Marcus Simeon shit was unreal, like, you can't do it. Like, John Fisher has over a billion dollars, and, like, last year he uh, laid off a ton of, like, front office employees and stuff. Jeez. And uh, was, like, was going to not pay the minor leaguers at all. Because there wasn't oh a minor God. league season. And, like, yeah, right. he got so much vitriol for that that he ended up having to, like, hire a lot of the employees back and he ended up paying the minor leaguers. There um, you go. So, yeah, that's that's the shitty thing about being an A's fan is that they have just refused to spend money the my whole life. When, like, they've had awesome teams. If they just spent, like, even a little bit of money. Like, if they had, like, a mid-tier payroll, like, they would be – like perennial like World Series contenders, but they just refuse to do it.
1: Right. I mean, even I mean, there was a whole fucking movie made about the yeah. early two thousands teams starring, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, Brad Pitts. <laughs> uh my favorite actor in the whole world, Chris Pratt, was in the movie, bro. <laughs> Moneyball, which is a great movie. It is. And like does outline how smart Billy Bean was for being able to pull off what he did, but like you're right. The guy is a billionaire. Clearly, this is just another like thing that he has going on. So yeah. he's like trying to be as frugal as possible, which is like not what you want yeah. if you are a like fan of a team. Like I, you know, grew up a Blazers fan. It was the really the only professional sport in Portland. Yeah. Uh, and we had my grandfather had season tickets, so I would get to go to some games. You know, for pretty consistently throughout middle school and high school. And Paul Allen was an amazing owner, and he you know, was you know the owner of uh, the Seahawks and mm-hmm. stuff too. But it never felt like he was like chinsing us. Like it always yeah. felt like it was like, okay, we're not going to attract people like LeBron James. We're not going to attract people like, you know, Kobe Bryant and stuff like that. We're like all stars, like classic people. Like we're going to have to deal with like who we can get. and We're just going to have to draft well, but I never felt like they wouldn't spend the money on someone if they had a possibility of doing it, which I feel like the A's are like the other side of the coin where it's like they could go out and spend this money but their owner won't allow it they're always going to be sort of having to do homegrown stuff and just trade well and you know manage with the money that they do have so it's kind of unfortunate that you know that you could yeah do it but they never will
0: it's really frustrating and it was sort of a shock to me uh like when i was like 12 or something because like growing up i was like oh the team is just poor like and <laughs> right. i was like oh that's like like that's cool like i root for like an underdog team who like can't can't spend as much money as the yankees or whatever like that's awesome and then at a certain point i was like oh no they they have as much money as like the yankees or anyone else they just refuse to spend the money because the owner wants more billion dollars like right is so fucking frustrating
1: yeah and it's kind of silly because it's like Yes, you probably will have to spend more money, but if you spend more money and the team is better, you also make more money. Yes, you know it's what the I mean? Classic
0: spend money to make money, and in this case, it's yes. like legit, like it's such an easy investment, and it's just like mind, ball- like because back money, the whole thing with Moneyball is the market inefficiency was like just these like cheap, undervalued players are going completely under the radar, and like they're spending money on the wrong players and. But now the market inefficiency is literally just spending money. Like, if you spend money, you will go to the playoffs guaranteed now because half the league is, like, cutting payroll and, like, manipulating service time for their minor leaguers so that they can underpay them for an extra year. Right. Like, uh, the Blue Jays this offseason, like, spent money and they got Marcus Simeon and George Springer, who have been, like, two of the best players in the league the last few years. And they are suddenly, like... a a playoff front runner like
1: yeah they're probably gonna win the al east like yeah. it's probably gonna be them or the rays at the end of the day you know
0: yeah yeah and just because they like they didn't even spend like in an exorbitant amount of money like 10 years ago that would have just been like a normal off season but right. literally all the owners have like colluded to be like you guys not spend money this year and everyone's like yeah like they, <laughs> they literally. Yeah. so like there's an arbitration process every year where you have to negotiate with like your 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 guys who came up through the minor leagues and are now on like the cheap ass, like team controlled contract. And every year you have to renegotiate their contract in court. So you go, you go to actual court, like where, where court happens.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And
0: you fight against your player to say, we're going to pay this guy literally as little as we possibly can. And this is just a normal thing that happens in baseball. It's just part of baseball. And it's fucking absurd. Like, I can't even imagine like what that would be like. Like going to court every year with your employer, and then like telling the judge, like, no, they deserve less money. Like, yeah. I mean, if someone at like yeah a bank did that, a horrifying experience. And the owners have this very cool thing with whoever does the whatever owner does the best in arbitration, so spends the least amount of money, gets a championship belt. They literally pass around a championship belt among these just awful 75 year old white male like pedophile owners and like they are just passing around a belt for spending the least amount of money like wouldn't like if you're if you're like a psycho billionaire wouldn't it like isn't it more swag to spend money you're like yeah i can afford whatever like it it it's weird
1: It is. Yeah, it is weird. The whole thing is weird because you know, like if you worked at Wells Fargo, you know, in like the corporate division of Wells Fargo, and every year you had to go to court, and your boss was like, "I don't want to pay you the same amount." You would kill them. Yes. You would shoot them in the head with a gun. It's like, are you kidding me, bro? Pay me. Actually, pay me more the longer I work for you, or I'm going to go work for a Bank of America. Yes. And that's what people do. Then the MLB too. They stick around, you know, or whatever. Like Nolan Arenado, great example of yeah. this, you know. The Rockies are fucking idiots. And so they, he, I personally believe that he, Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in the league. I know you don't agree with me, but no, 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 no. <laughs> Getting the big thumbs it's down. We're going to talk about That's that in a just fair. a sec. Uh, but but I wrong. do think – right, thank you. But, you know, the Rockies weren't going to pay him, and he just sat out basically all of 2020 for the most part. You know, I think he was hurt as well. But, like, yeah. you know, he basically was like, I'm not going to, you know, put out my best foot forward because I know you guys aren't going to pay me what I'm worth. Now he went to the Cardinals – They're probably going to win the NL Central. They are a legit championship contender. You
0: don't think they're going to win the NL Central? No, no. I think the Brewers are better. Um, And the Cardinals also did a fun thing where they made that trade, and then they're like, we're not spending any more money. Yeah, bro. The whole NL Central as a whole did.
1: Whoa. Okay, folks. uh, Thanks for being here. Uh, We just – we just, something fucked happened. Um, Ryan, you were literally in the middle of being like – yeah, the Cardinals did something really cool, which is that they paid all Narino- and Arenado all that money and then said we're done.
0: Yes, that well they.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're fucked, dude. We're so fucked right now. We're still recording, Sienna. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they. I don't think they like extended his contract. Right. They just didn't, like her- inherited it.
1: I think so yeah I don't yeah. think they I don't think they like changed the contract but at yeah, all. But
0: yeah, they they traded for Nolan Arenado they said. That's uh, that's it for today and uh they're going to roll with like their mediocre ass roster surrounding him. Um Do you think
1: they got a, I don't know if I don't know if they have a mediocre ass roster. They got some talent I think. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like basically any team in the National League that isn't the Dodgers and Padres is pretty much fucked this year though
1: that's true i mean they are one of those teams is gonna go to the world series yeah probably.
0: it sucks though because one of them is gonna be the wild card so they have to play each other in the division series
1: that does suck dude well that's actually to be honest with you that might be more entertaining it than absolutely the world series. will be yeah that's gonna be like, the big game
0: none of the other teams look that like the braves and mets and like brewers and like they they look fine but they're not gonna be as good as the the Dodgers are going to win the World Series again. They might like break the Mariners single season win record.
1: They yeah, are Yeah, they're it's stupid good. Unstoppable. Who's who do, so you think Dodgers versus who in the in the World Series? Who from the AL is going?
0: Honestly, I don't know. It's kind of a toss up cuz like everyone says the Yankees every year cuz like they usually do have like the strongest On paper roster, the best team. Yeah. But they're terrible so far this season. And like this core of of guys that they have like never has figured it out in the playoffs, like, and they're always hurt, like.
1: Yeah, their pitch. They're, I just don't
0: see it from them.
1: Also, their starting rotation kind of blows. To be honest with you, outside of Garrett Cole,
0: it's very messy. Like, if Lu- Luis Severino will come back eventually, but he always gets hurt too. So like, yes, I don't know. And like, they're they're not even hitting right now, which is like supposed to be the one thing you can count on.
1: So, do you think Do you think Lemay who's overrated or do you think he's underrated or what do you think about him? I think he's sort of a hot button player. He's a
0: phenomenal hitter. Yes. Um, He's, like, whatever on defense, but, like, he's – you. any team would be stoked to have him, I think.
1: And that's another dumb thing the Rockies did. I mean, I'm not trying to pick on the Rockies, but, like, they let him go to the – I mean, they let him go to the Yankees, but, like, they had him, and then he left, and now Rock- he's a perennial All- uh, the MVP. Rockies,
0: the Rockies have had so many good players in the last few years. Like, they went to the NLCS. Yes. Like, a couple years ago. Like, they have been really good. And it was funny because, like, DJ LeMahieu was always some guy, like, in fantasy baseball, you'd be like – Oh, yeah, he's, like, a pretty good second baseman. He plays in Coors Field. Like, he'll get some stats. But I never really thought that much about him. I right. honestly didn't even know what he looked like. Um, And then, like, whatever year he joined the Yankees and he was hitting, like, 380, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> like, exactly. It was, really blew my mind. And then I saw what he looked like, and I was like, what the fuck? Like,
1: I thought he was, like, a little guy. You don't have to be, like, a phenomenal defender to play second base, too. Like, no. that's probably the first is probably the like you can be the weakest defender and then yeah. second like and then third and short you got to have some chops on you yeah. but you know you can be a average defender and play second and then still be an all-star if you especially if you hit like yeah. DJ LeMayhew hits I think people who call him overrated really don't like understand just how a how hard it is to hit a baseball and be how no one else really hits as well for average as he does in the league yeah. like he is like far and above one of the best and he's like Miguel Cabrera like on steroids yeah, as far as hitting old, for average.
0: he's old school hitting approach for sure
1: he is um you're a bit you mean Matt Chapman and Matt Olson the two mats on either mm-hmm. corner of the infield I know you're a big Matt Chapman guy uh is he the best third baseman in baseball
0: I I think he is like offensively he's not the best but his defense is so absurd that it like makes up for it like he he is unreal to watch like if if you're listening to this if you're listening to this like in a car or something pull over right now <laughs> i don't care if you're late for work or you're going on a flight or whatever i don't give a shit pull over youtube search matt chapman highlights and just watch his defensive highlights it's like shit you will have never seen before like there's he still... he's so fast and just like his glove is so good like he'll just pick shit out of the air and like his arm is just automatic like he'll just throw a laser from like it like watch his highlights and then just watch like an average third baseman and it's like it's unreal like when he first came up i wasn't really like that aware of him like as a prospect because they had been the A's had been bad for like three years in a row and i was like not paying as close attention as i usually do and when he came up like his first week, he made like three insane defensive plays. And I started watching like every game again just to watch him because, like, just every day he'll like do something insane. It's amazing.
1: It is amazing. He, he, the reason I think Arenado is probably, in my opinion, I think that Matt Chapman is like 1B as far as like best yeah. third baseman in the league because you know, people say the Coors effect, you know, Arenado was able to play at course for song, which there is some truth to the Coors effect, but I still think he is going to have an amazing season regardless of the fact, because I think he's just a phenomenal hitter. And I personally think he might be just at Matt Chapman level as far as defense, if not slightly below, which is still like an unbelievable defender at third base.
0: Do you, do you know the mind blowing fact about them?
1: That they played on the same high school team? Yes. Yeah, unreal. That is crazy. It is crazy to have that much talent at the hot corner. I mean, yeah. they probably didn't both play third. Do you know what they played in high school? I'm sure Arenado played shortstop. Sure,
0: that makes sense. Because he was, he was older. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Nolan Arenado says Matt Chapman's a better uh, defensive third, third baseman.
1: I think he probably is just as, pure, as far as, like, pure defensive ability. Yeah, but, Arenado's but, a
0: better hitter for sure.
1: He's a better hitter, but I actually do think that, like, it is kind of a one A one B situation. Yeah. no, like, I think Arnauto's so like
0: for sure the second best third base, like defensive third baseman in
1: the league. Yes, chef. Uh, my friend, we're not gonna keep him waiting any longer because I have something fun to do with you, and I have to share my audio so that you can hear it. We're gonna do. <laughs> that was pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that, was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. That was cool. Uh, we're gonna do a lightning round and it's a pun because they're the Oakland A's so you don't have to you know give me just one word answers but just very briefly and very quickly I got a handful of questions here for you some about the A's in particular some about baseball just in general you know give me your answers we're gonna go starting now what is your favorite who is your favorite Oakland A on the current team Matt Chapman why he's cool he's cool perfect uh who is your favorite all-time oakland day in the history of the organization
0: uh matt chapman
1: love that uh who is your favorite all? what is your favorite all-time a jersey
0: Ooh, that's a good question uh i really like the kelly green jerseys they're rocking these days those ones are extremely cool
1: is that an alt jersey or is that their normal jersey it's
0: their alt jersey they wear it like twice a week
1: Hell yeah, we love, hey, give me some, K. Hey, give me some Kelly Green. Hey, give me some Kelly Green. I knew a woman named Kelly Green. Did you know that? I, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> awesome. I don't even know why I had to fucking say it then. Um, <laughs> best play by an A's player that you've ever seen? Best, it can be a, a, a bat, a defensive play. What's the best play you've ever seen? Um,
0: I, th- I think the, it was just like a normal single, but the, the walk-off single that Coco Crisp hit that I talked about earlier was, is my favorite a's memory for sure um so i, I would say that one uh, a wild card pick that i'm sure no one else in the world would pick uh <laughs> i was at a game in probably 2003 2004 where a guy ran on the field uh okay, which is like yes. a classic bit
1: yes um, classic. And the guy bit. was
0: running around and the security could not catch him and um so eric burns who is like a total crazy person he's like He's like the guy who like loves baseball, and he's like <laughs> always like he's like red bull the fuck out all, all times.
1: Yes, he he
0: tackled the guy. Love that, which is like in, insane, like a, a completely insane thing to do. But yeah, risking your like, entire we to, body. We need to play baseball again. The security guards aren't doing it. I'm just gonna fucking tackle this guy, and he did. It was crazy.
1: Did he like? Was it like a good tackle too?
0: Yeah, he he got the guy on the ground, and like pinched yeah. him. It was, Really ridiculous.
1: I love that. Uh, what is the most annoying thing that they do at the games, they being, like, the stadium people? Like, what is some annoying bullshit that they do at the games? Like, the the ushers or whatever? And just, uh, like, you know, at Blazer games, they have the guy come out, and it's like, oh, we're going to do – this kid is going to, oh, like, crawl okay. on the ground or whatever. Like, what's some annoying fanfare shit they do at um, the games?
0: Honestly, I, like, noth- none of it, like, annoys me. It's all kind of fun. Uh, That's good. The most <laughs> good. insane thing they do – is they have uh like you know at like the Brewers games they have like the sausages do the race. Yes, totally. Uh for the A's they recently like a few years ago started doing like the A's like Hall of Famers so like Ricky Henderson, Catfish Hunter uh Eckersley, whatever. They they run a race but the 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 thing is like the head is like larger than the person running. So That's it's good. it's they're just like the weight is all messed up So they'll like Trip and fall Or they'll push each other And it's just like Ridiculous To watch It's pretty funny
1: That sounds Like I would literally Throw up from laughing To me <laughs> 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 with you, that sounds like I would laugh so hard I would fucking have to gasp for air. To be honest, yeah, with you. I've had
0: to leave the game sometimes because I just couldn't stop laughing. They had to yeah. ask me to leave.
1: <laughs> you were laughing so loud yeah. that fucking Chris Bassett couldn't throw a sinker into the fucking dirt. Yeah, so. they had
0: to they had to kick me out.
1: Yeah, they hate you there. Um, mm-hmm. what is the coolest fan moment that you've ever seen at the game? Something involving the fans.
0: Um, I don't know
1: cool what's the coolest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to you specifically at the games
0: um i've caught some foul balls before nice that was cool um i've gotten on the jumbotron a couple times
1: okay what's the move when you get on the jumbotron tell me you're doing like the fucking macarena or some shit
0: um the times i've gotten on at ace games i like it was just random you know yeah. uh but there was a time when i was like four years old at a mariners game at the old kingdom oh there shit yeah I, I, I like did this.
1: Oh yeah. You did like a fish, like the fish hook on both yeah, sides of the I mouth. I did the,
0: yeah. I, I was joker-fied <laughs> yes, is what it really bro. was. I, yes. yeah, I, I put my fingers in the mouth, did a big smile like that. And I was on the Jumbotron for like a whole in between any, like they just kept the camera on me and people were like oh, going nuts. Yes.
1: That is so I like, fucking good. I can
0: like just a sliver of it. Remember it. Cause I was so young. But I can like just remember being in the stadium, kind of, and people like yelling. But uh, that's the that's the most cool baller thing I've done at a at a baseball game for sure.
1: That sounds like the most cooler baller, coolest baller thing you've maybe ever done, to be Probably. honest with
0: you. Probably, yeah. I think that was when Cute Boy Summer was sort of born. <laughs>
1: I think that <laughs> I I agree with that as <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, and it's also when Joker Summer was born. So mm-hmm. uh, that's oh. very all swag. Also, um, best food at the stadium what are they must eat eats at the stadium i know you said there was some dog shit stuff but what's the best food we got at the stadium
0: i always just get a just get some classic hot dogs um they yeah. the way they used to do it is there were, used to be two different hot dogs there was the there was the coliseum dog and then there was like the ballpark dog which was like one of them was bigger okay, um,
1: <laughs> okay and then they, they
0: stopped doing that at one point and i was kind of pissed about it uh (laughs) you were pissed that they stopped
1: doing that why
0: would you get mad about that bro i don't know it was i was seeing traditions just crumble before my eyes Um, yeah
1: as we know you are very staunch in tradition and you don't like when things change so that makes sense yeah
0: i hate it um yeah so yeah i I just get the classic hot dogs uh i've i've had games where i'll eat like five hot dogs let's go i i always you you always start with two and these days i start with two hot dogs and a beer. Let's go. Uh, just whatever the cheap light beer they have on on tap at that particular spot, uh, and then from there you just sort of you f- you freestyle, you know, whatever whatever <laughs> you feel like doing.
1: I uh, when I was in college, I actually used to live within walking distance of Angel Stadium, and oh, wow. I did not really take advantage of that to be honest with you because I just did I just didn't. I don't yeah. have a good reason for it, but I didn't. But one time my dad came down and visited me, and they were playing, and we went. And it was fun and everything. Angel Stadium, pretty solid stadium. Mm-hmm. The worst popcorn I've ever had in my entire life was at Angel Stadium, and yeah. it literally tasted like packing peanuts. Have you had one of those things happen to you at a's stadium? No,
0: I, I steer clear of like all the sort of novelty shit because I just I don't I don't trust it. Fair. One thing that uh, I don't even know if they still have these in the stadium, but uh, they were they were early on the dip and Dots height. Like, okay yes i think they were honestly one of the first places to have dip dots <laughs> um yeah that the line for it was always uh, insane though so like i wouldn't <laughs> even get it that often but um yeah i remember dipping dots were were big
1: i don't honestly couldn't tell you if i've ever had dip dots i really don't think i have
0: i i haven't had them in forever it's a weird it's a weird tactile thing because they're, they're like free they're like freeze dried <laughs> or whatever
1: yeah, it actually sounds bad to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I
0: they, It probably is. <laughs> like I, was, it sounds I would like, like it sucks. to try it again.
1: Okay, well, let's try it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's have some. Okay. Yum, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Um, where are we going after the game? What's a fun place to hang out after the game if you don't want to go home around the stadium?
0: Uh, n- Nowhere, really. There's not awesome. really much going on around the stadium. It's mostly just, like, housing projects and stuff.
1: Awesome. So not a lot of fun. But it sounds like uh, sounds like not fun. Uh, best seat in the house. Where are we sitting during the game?
0: Um, my family has always had seats down the third baseline, like right around the bullpen. Nice. Section 127-ish, usually. Shout out, yeah. Um, that's just where I've seen by far the most A's games. Um, but uh, in 2018, when I moved back home after college, I went to a shitload of baseball games that summer because I was like, I'm gonna leave Oakland here pretty soon, so I might as well get a ton out sure. while I can. And for those games, I would sit in the right field bleachers a lot because that's okay. where like all the psycho hardcore fans are. Yeah. Um. And like growing up, we never sat in the outfield, so it was like a cool, cool switch em up. And I would also spend a lot of time in the treehouse, which is in the left left field bleachers what which, is the treehouse it's not actually a treehouse it's just a a huge bar that's like okay. up in the left field bleachers um because they they started doing this like treehouse pass where you pay like 20 bucks a month and you can go to every game oh, which is like amazing. an insane deal and yes. uh when i when i moved back home i was like i need to get one but they had sold out of the passes but luckily uh a guy on reddit on the Oakland A's Reddit was like, Hey, I can't make it to the game today. Like here's the QR code. And oh. I was like, Holy shit. And then I used that QR code like the whole year and it Amazing. always worked. Yeah. And so every time I showed up to the game, I was like, I, I hope he's, I hope the guy's not fucking here. I don't even. That was like the first year they, they had it though. So I think like multiple people could get in on the same QR code.
1: I love that dude.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. And it, it would get you like half off concessions. So like, there would literally be days because, and then the tree house would run deals on top of that. So there would be days where you're, it's a $2 beer at Holy a baseball game, which is like impossible to find anywhere.
1: That's so incredible. That, that was
0: like amazing.
1: Fuck dude. That bam. that's just like a fucking dream. Like just to yeah. be able to hang out, you're basically getting in for free. I mean, you know, I like literally all things was. considered, you know, so <laughs> cause it was crazy. some
0: Reddit guys screenshot that I I used for a whole, a whole summer.
1: Dude, that guy is such a fucking idiot, and I hope he's listening to this, and I hope that he comes to the pod. Um, <laughs> what's the worst A's game you've ever seen? What's the most embarrassing A's game that you can remember?
0: Um, I've been at a lot of playoff losses. Because yeah. growing up, I, I went to every home A's playoff game up until nice. I left for college. So that involved a lot of losing. Yes. Um, the, the 2012 one really sucked ass. That was the last yeah. time I uh, – I went to a playoff game because uh, 2013 I was in school. Yeah. Um, and then 2018 I was in – wait, 2019 I was in Oregon.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I've seen them lose a shitload of times. Uh, the one I remember the most is 2012 just because it was the most recently. Right. Um, but, yeah, growing up, just they'd get their shit rocked by the Yankees and Red Sox and Twins – and the Tigers. Uh,
1: <laughs> so every everyone they get their shit rocked by yes. everyone in the playoffs. That sucks.
0: It was it was not fun.
1: I feel that being a Blazer fan, my friend. I mean, Mm -hmm. truthfully, the fact that the Blazers went to the Western Conference Finals a few years ago is mind-blowing to me. We really should not have been in that position. That truly felt like a fluke. Yeah. Um, But it feels like we get our shit rocked by everyone and have gotten our shit rocked by everyone. Basically, ever since we've been a team, sans our championship year, which was in 1977. Yeah. So I feel you on that. It sucks really bad. It really does. Uh moving on. <laughs> there is nothing else to say about that. Um best A's game that you've ever been to though.
0: Uh the one I've already talked about. The game yeah. 4 in 2012. That was awesome. Um I went to a bunch of the games the Moneyball year, so I was there for the Oh nice. uh 17, 18, 19 and 20th win in a row during that win streak. Yeah. That that 20th game was ridiculous cuz they got off to like an 11-0 lead and me and like a couple of my friends were there with our, our families and like we like had our shirts off and we were just like yes. going nuts and yes. like we kind of stopped paying attention to the game for a little bit because we were just like this is awesome and then they slowly started to lose the lead and we were like oh fuck but then they they walked it off on the Scott Hatterberg home run which was insane
1: uh played by our favorite actor Chris Pratt in the yeah movie Chris volleyball. Pratt hit the home run Shout out. Love. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. That is so awesome <laughs> for me to hear. Uh, okay. That concludes the first half of the lightning round. And now we are moving on to the second half of the lightning round where we will talk about baseball more generally. Here we go. Favorite baseball stadium that isn't
0: the Coliseum? Um, I actually haven't been to a ton of stadiums. So I would say the Mariners because okay. uh, that one is really nice. I've seen some some games there. I'm hopefully going to be able to go up this summer nice at some point um it is yeah that's that's something i i really want to do is see a lot more ballparks
1: uh though that is a great segue because what is the stadium you'd like to go to most is my next question
0: um i really want to go to dodger stadium Um, okay it looks awesome uh it's very historic it's got some bad history behind it which sucks but uh and i'd get to go to la so that'd be fun um that's i think that's top of my list
1: Dodger Stadium is very cool. I've been there a handful of times. It is. uh, I've never, like, really sat in, like, a really bizarre, like, high-level seater out in the outfield, but it seems as though it's a stadium where you don't really have a bad seat. Truthfully. Like, it seems like it's just anywhere you sit is fun. Parking is a bitch, but it's like, yeah, it's going to be a bitch because it's L.A. And every, like, every, like nook and cranny of Dodger Stadium is, like, fun to visit. So I definitely would say that is a good one to go to uh, if you're trying to knock some parks off your list. Who is your favorite current player who's not in Oakland Um,
0: I am really stoked on this Jazz Chisholm guy. His name is Jazz Chisholm Jr. Love that. He has dyed his hair blue. Yes. Um, He's a rookie, and he is just really exciting to watch. He, like, has a lot of fun playing baseball. He's super fast. He can hit home runs. Um, I have him on my fantasy baseball team. All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, he's super exciting. Acuna is really exciting. Shohei Otani is crazy because he hits and pitches. <laughs> yeah, that man is, is like, a
1: fucking machine.
0: It's crazy. It sucks that he's on the Angels. Um, uh,
1: yeah, you could say that again, brother. Yeah. yeah. I went there. <laughs> he went there. Uh, and then Trout is that?
0: obviously like, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, he is the best player of all time. Um, weirdest player in the league. Who's a guy who's just weird as fuck?
0: uh birch smith is pretty weird <laughs> yeah I'm birch smith is <laughs> pretty fucking weird um yeah. zach grinky is probably the weirdest guy though he is like l- legit very strange he's so funny uh he is like just not what you would expect from a baseball player uh all of his interviews are hilarious and he's just like very goofy on the mound he'll like last year he started doing this thing where he told the batter what pitch he was gonna throw
1: what the um, fuck
0: and it usually worked, but he tried that against the A's in the playoffs, and they hit a three-run homer off
1: him. So he stopped doing it. <laughs> I mean, and, he and was a, he's a former Cy Young winner too. Like he's a good yeah. Pitcher. No, he's
0: like one of the best pitchers of our of our lifetime for sure. Yes. Um But it was really funny in that playoff game because he like literally put the sign up and threw, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, he's doing this in the playoffs. That's wild. And then he literally gave up a huge home run off that pitch. And it was really funny because I went on Twitter and just searched "Granky" and was reading all the Astros fans just getting so <laughs> fucking pissed. Dude, like, that's
1: literally—it's the opposite of cheating, which is exactly what they were doing. He's like, yeah. "I'm telling you what fucking yeah. pitch I'm gonna He's throw, like, bro." I'm
0: doing—I'm doing reparations.
1: Damn, good for him, honestly. Yeah. Uh, who's a player that you like for absolutely no reason at all?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: Cool. Who's a player you don't like for no reason at all? Who do you just hate for whatever reason?
0: Um, I don't like Alex Bregman. He's, okay, he's a third baseman on the Astros. I don't. I personally don't really give a shit about the whole sign stealing thing. Cool. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Okay. Like, the, good for them. Um, but he he's he's just really good
1: and he pisses me off. Amazing. And he's in this. And the Astros are the same division as the yeah. Astros too uh who is poised for a breakout season someone who's been in the league for a while maybe hasn't produced as much as maybe people think and they're due for a breakout year this year
0: um i don't know
1: cool who is a prospector <laughs> rookie that you're very excited about you kind of already said it yeah but Jazz is awesome. yeah makes sense uh who is your favorite mascot who isn't stomper who's a mascot that you like
0: um even though i don't like the astros their mascot orbit is is pretty funny he does some good bits
1: what's his what does he look like what's his he
0: is like a green furry monster but he has like a hat that has like a he has like a space vibe to him he's supposed to be like an alien but he looks like a teddy bear kind of yeah
1: yeah probably smoking weed too honestly
0: yeah he's off that good kush
1: yeah probably a huge pothead which is kind of cool to me Mm -hmm. actually i like when i like when things that are like you know like barney probably smoking weed that's pretty cool to me too. yeah yoda yo baby yoda smoking weed let's fucking get it trending baby
0: yoda (laughs) passes you the blunt what do you do
1: i freak out and i go you're so cute i love you and then girls on twitter like you are so funny (laughs) you're so funny for thinking baby yoda is cute and it's like no i'm just an idiot um (laughs) who what is your favorite current day jersey not oakland days
0: um i think the marlins jerseys are pretty cool sweet um trying to think of who else has some swag ones oh the the braves have these like throwback jerseys that i think they should wear all the time they're like white and powder blue and they look really cool love that um yeah i think most teams should just start wearing their throwbacks all the time i think the 70s and 80s were a great time for uniforms and some teams are, are doing that they're like sort of doing like a little modern spin on those and i think it's a good idea
1: final question for you ryan this is the big one what is your favorite thing about baseball?
0: Um, just the the crack of the bat. Uh, <laughs>
1: yes, dude. <laughs> the smell of the grass. The wonderful baseball tradition. Yeah,
0: take me out to the ball game. Uh, yeah. Or if you're in New York, they still do "God Bless America" at in the seventh inning because of 9/11. Yeah, and, uh, they, which, and they
1: show footage of 9/11, which is yeah, pretty yeah, they actually they reenact
0: it, which I think is a little bit messed up, but I. Who am I to say I'm not from New York?
1: Hey, never forget, right?
0: I I never will.
1: Uh, I never. Also, have. the
0: Padres uniforms are extremely swag, except they do have these troop jerseys where they wear like a camo yeah, jersey it's like, on Sundays, and it's like, why?
1: And they it, it look like they're in the Matrix too. It
0: looks terrible too. It it does not translate at all.
1: Yeah. but we salute. You have to salute. You have to respect. You have to respect the military and the military industrial yeah. complex. Uh, that's all the questions I have. Thank you for playing. I gotta rewind the tape. Thank you for playing the lightning round. A lightning round. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. That brings us to the end of the show. Ryan Maloney. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being here, Ryan. Get those plugs <laughs> off, my friend. Anything you want to plug before you leave?
0: Uh, yeah. You can follow me on on the computer. Uh, yes. Oh another thing i didn't mention is i i am developing a vibes based uh system to bet on baseball games that has actually honestly shockingly gone really well so far (laughs) Okay, um so tap in if you're looking to make a little extra cash this cute boy summer um ryan maloney fit watch is gonna come back in full force uh later this cute boy summer watch out for that um I write about music very periodically on go-on <laughs> Music. Um, yeah, check out Raytheon. Check out yeah uh, all those sorts of places. Uh, add me on crypto wallet, however that works. Um, yeah, I'm gonna make buy an NFTs NFT. from you. Yeah, yeah buy NFTs from you. I'm gonna NFTs make an NFT you. of just me taking like a massive fucking shit, and it's gonna like burn down the Amazon, and it's gonna be really cool because I'm gonna make twelve dollars off of it. That's um, awesome. I could do this all night, honestly. I could plug my shit forever.
1: Yeah, and uh, we're gonna let you. So keep going, <laughs> brother. No, I'm putting a fucking kibosh on that right now. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for all those plugs. Those are all great plugs, and all those links that um, are real <laughs> can be seen in the description below. Uh, you can follow this show on social media at myfavepod on Twitter, at podcast on Instagram. But there's a link tree below where you can look at all that shit. So I don't really think I need to say much else. But you can just follow us on all those socials and listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. I also have a personal link tree down below see everything that I'm working on, including my other podcast, it's on the list with Noah and Mason uh, where we talk about underrated music, movies and much, much more. The much, much more is me asking Mason to loan me money every week and he says no. Uh, sometimes he says yes, actually, and I get him and it's awesome because I have a tape to show that he said yes and that he can't back out of it. <laughs> you can listen to our upcoming app where we talk about subsonic eyes, strawberry feels and the nature of things, as well as the 2019 film by Carmody Corinne, The Beach Bum. And if you like sketch comedy, which why wouldn't you? Uh, there is this is some sketch comedy that I do with my friend Fed. We are called Your Local Government. You can follow us on Instagram and YouTube, wildg.world. On Instagram, Your Local Government Comedy on YouTube. Links to that, are again, are in the link trees. That is it. Ryan Maloney, thank you for being here. You're finally, you finally did it. You finally got on the show after all yeah. these years of begging and pleading for me to get you on the show. You're finally here, so congrats.
0: Thank you. Also, my last plug is uh, DM Noah. Just mix it up in the DMs with Noah. You can you can wild out with him in there. We say we say some wild shit in the DM uh, that will never uh, make it to the public.
1: I was just about to say you have fun with me wild out, but if it makes it out to the public, you are I'm taking legal yeah, action against do you. Do
0: not do not keep receipts. Do not post the receipts, <laughs> or or I, I will come deal with you.
1: Hell yeah, I'm going to send my friend Ryan out to deal with you, and Ryan is not as nice as I am. He is actually a big meanie, and he will hurt you and possibly your girlfriend, boyfriend, other significant other, family member, dog, doesn't matter. He'll send, I'll send him after you. That's it. <laughs> We're done with the show. Ryan, will you help me say goodbye to everyone? Yes. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Bye. What he said. Okay, Bye. Oh mm-hmm.